0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, and the rest of you who decorate for Christmas before we even get to Thanksgiving, stop it! This is Eat Sleep Podcast, repeat FM 99, and the Fox's first and only wrestling podcast. I am one of your hosts, Sean Hood, in front of the other host, Dave Taylor. Uh,
1: I got my Christmas lights.
0: We're all going to Dave's house and taking them down. No,
1: they're locked away. Okay, good, good.
0: (laughs) I was going to say, I'm going to start a revolt at your house. Um, In any event, we are Eat Sleep Podcaster, Pete, and we are a wrestling podcast for FM99 and The Fox. You can find us lots of different ways for episode 124. If you're listening right now, thank you so much. Yeah. But uh, we'll get the business out of the way first. Remember, uh, you can find us every week, FM99.com and 106.9thefox.com, right under the media tab. It says ESPR, links you to our most recent episode, and you can find it right there. It's our SoundCloud page. And uh, SoundCloud, in addition to all your major podcasting apps, just search ESPR Wrestling. Give us a five-star rating and a review. And, of course, subscribe. Tell your friends. We love each and every one of you. And if you want to interact with us, there's lots of ways to do that, too. Facebook.com slash ESPR99. On the Twitter at ESPR99. And email ESPR at FM99.com. Specifically, I want to hear your thoughts on the AEW show that happened the other day. We didn't get emails about the AEW show, which bums me out. Yeah. I want to hear you. Did, did you guys not watch it? Did you, like, if, even if you didn't watch it, let me know why. Why didn't you watch it? What What is it going to take for AEW to convince you that their pay-per-views are worth it? Like, I want to know. Again, ESPR at FM99.com. But we bring that up because this week we will be talking about AEW Full Gear. Uh, AEW's, I guess, first real pay-per-view now in their TV era.
1: Yeah, yeah. That, that's how you would describe yeah, it. Yeah, so it's,
0: like, it's, 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 you know, and we'll we'll, we'll discuss that. post
1: post-Dynamite.
0: Yes, post-Dynamite pay-per-view. Yeah. P-D-P-P-P. P- D- P- P- P. Yes. V. v. Shoot. There's too many P's. <laughs> um, in any event, <laughs> uh, we will get to that. But first, got to do what we usually do in this segment, and that is the news. <music> and lots going on in wrestling at the moment. Uh, first of all, i got to bring this up. The NXT Women's Division, Dave, I don't know if you, you know this or not, the NXT Women's Division is banged up at the moment. They're hurting right now. Oh no! Uh, they've out. got uh, Mia Yim and Aaliyah specifically are both hurt. Um, Mia Yim and Aaliyah both have broken noses. Yim's wow. is thought to be it was from her uh, ladder uh, her ladder spot at uh, uh, when she was um, against oh god who was she wrestling I forgot now um, was she wrestling uh, Dang it this is gonna drive me nuts Dave pull that up for me but it was in it was uh, in her ladder match and she ended up hurt she broke her nose and apparently she might have even broken a few ribs. Eo Shirai. Eo Shirai, thank you. I knew I kept wanting to say Kyrie Sane and I knew it was wrong. I was like, no, that's not who it was. Um Io Shirai. Uh, so yeah, she's I pretty saw the picture. Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty messed up. She's pretty that is not a fake injury. No. <laughs> that is a legit no. injury. Uh, she is considered day to day. They don't know if she's going to be ready for takeover war games yeah it would be c- a real c- bummer because c- she
1: was a big part of the angle the previous week when she came down and everything and uh when the women were brought which was a great angle by the way yes um oof, man yeah. yeah she heard uh she needs to talk to joey mercury about uh ladders and uh zia lee
0: zia lee was taking on uh, aaliyah on nxt and she ended up breaking her nose not only did she break her nose she may have broken her eye socket so that's rough for aaliyah she's gonna she's gonna have a, a that's not fun yeah, to have to deal with that. It's going to be – that's a painful injury, so hopefully she uh, gets well soon. And, I mean, this is just one of a lot of injuries they have going on right now. Velveteen Dream is supposedly injured. Uh, Johnny Gargano has a back injury. He's going to miss Survivor Series completely. Um, they've got a lot of people over on NXT that are hurt currently, and it's weird because this all seems to have happened in a few weeks. Typically, there's not a huge issue with this on NXT. Yeah. But we have a lot of people injured all of a sudden over on NXT, which is a real bummer.
1: Well, this is the problem of doing a weekly show as opposed to when you can tape a show that's going to last you a month or whatever that sets you up for the next pay-per-view. And now you have to go every week. The risk is higher. Risk reward. There,
0: there might be something to that. There might be something to that. Um, we well, I'd just see if this, if this trend continues, I think it's hard to deny at that point. Uh, if maybe they get past this and it was just a rough patch for them, maybe maybe that's just what it is. But you might be – I mean, the latter spot is one thing. It's just – I mean, that's going to – it's unfortunate that happens. You know? it, it, that it, really is, like you said, risk versus reward at that it, point.
1: And it, it is tough because if a type of match like that, you, you don't see much of those matches on Raw or SmackDown anymore unless it's going to have some sort of consequence of some kind. Right. And what I mean by that is angle or a title change or, or something else. You know, They have it at on NXT on, on a weekly show – yeah you know, it's not you know men or women it's it's just like risk rewards kind of high for that and obviously they paid the price and i don't know if that's going to shake up the award games i mean we got you know
0: but we'll see at it, this we're point just
1: over a week away to figure that
0: out but we'll see supposedly i saw something about uh dakota kai might be dealing with another leg injury uh hopefully it, nothing serious she, she hasn't she looked like is. herself
1: yeah. since she's been back to me
0: the uh ho- hopefully it's nothing serious uh she gets past this it's just uh, you're like dang man yeah right now they have a stacked women's division and it's a real shame to see it taking hits like this i mean you nice. would even with the hits it's taken, they still have a really good women's division, it, it, it which is, is a bummer. Is still you know that anybody's hurt, but yeah. it's just it speaks to the depth of that roster. But it,
1: and, it, and it's improved like dramatically, like in the last like couple of months. I don't know like what happened, but it's, all of a sudden it's just. Well, like, I mean, you had
0: a few people move in and up, and I mean, you had Rhea Ripley move yeah, over, yeah. and you had, you know what I mean, Ripley. Oh, uh, exactly. Wow. Uh, when when uh, Ripley showed up, I was super excited.
1: <laughs> that, whatever, if the Shayna Baszler match is going to come. Um, has to, has an NXT women's match headlined a pay per view yet?
0: Yeah, oh yeah. You mean a, an NXT takeover? Oh, I,
1: I, well, I guess right, yeah. Probably I guess with like Sasha, like and Bayley Bailey and Sasha yeah, and whatnot. Yeah. yeah, they've that, done that's that. That's right. That's right. Yeah, they, they
0: could absolutely do it again. I yeah, mean, but, it wouldn't but, be a but Rhea, big thing. Rhea
1: and Chana? yeah, oh, yeah,
0: man. oh yeah. Um. So in addition to those injuries, more WWE controversy. Uh, Jordan Miles uh, saying that he is done. He quit WWE. He is done. He now wants to be referred to as ACH. That was the name he knew that we all knew him by beforehand. Uh, this guy... I gotta be honest with you. He's... he's While well, well, I'm not gonna take a position on the issue he had a problem with, with the shirt. This all stems back to a shirt design that he had uh, that they had made for him in WWE that he wasn't a fan of. Uh, he said there was some blackface... That it was a blackface implication, and he thought it was insulting. I've seen people on both sides of that argument. Uh, he said that Triple H approved it without his say-so. Triple H is saying, no, I told them to go ask Jordan, and it shouldn't have gotten made if Jordan didn't okay it. And the back and forth all over the place, I'm not going to take a position on the shirt. I'm just not. I don't think it's a great design. I think anybody could see where Jordan's coming from as far as it not looking good, but I don't think it was made to mock the guy either. Um, I, I, We're just skipping by that.
1: Maybe, maybe, maybe how he handled the situation. Maybe that's a better way to I think discuss that, it.
0: But that's really the way I, I want to discuss this is because he he absolutely, I feel like, handled this in a, in a bad way. Um, immediately going online and blasting his employers and ba- blasting the company and blasting people people around him. Uh, all sorts of people. You've got other superstars, including like Booker T, who came out and he's like, dude, you need to pump the brakes a little <laughs> bit. Like Booker T even said it would make no mo- no sense for them. To do this on purpose, like to, to be insulting or something yeah, like that. Yeah. He goes, have there been, and a lot of guys have talked about this, have there been racial issues in the company in the past? Yes, unfortunately, like in life, there have. But the way they got them resolved is they went and talked to them about it and got it resolved. You know, most of the time, that's the way it happened. I mean, Booker T brought it up happening when he worked there. Um, Jordan immediately went from zero to 60 on the internet, and he started releasing statements and videos and the whole nine yards i mean this thing he seemed doomed to be gone from the company from almost the, the minute it started
1: yeah yeah he since deleted his uh, twitter account he's back now oh, he's brought one, it yeah. back okay he's
0: brought it back and immediately started posting videos again yeah uh he uh he's saying uh hang on i hate when they post things on here that say like oh you have to accept cookies just gets in the way. Well, I, I
1: can read as you want is uh as of today, I like to officially announce that I'm quitting effing WWE. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, I'm no longer an employee. I refuse to work for racists, I effing quit, eff them, I hate the effing company and everything that the effing stand for. All they do is effing holder, effing people back. I did this S for the culture. I don't need anyone's effing permission to do what I do. Screw Jordan Miles. Don't ever call me by that slave name. Yeah. They'll call me ACH and don't forget the super BF U I quit.
0: Yeah, um, he is back on there now. He's he 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 re- supposedly removed that tweet. That may one
1: of that. Yeah, yeah.
0: He yeah. supposedly removed that, but of course, once it's on the internet, it's there forever. Exactly. Um, and
1: it, yeah, because because news dot com has that video, so <laughs> so it, they grabbed a hold of it and they posted it because.
0: It, uh, Dave Melter. I mean, of course, take this with a grain of salt, but according to a report from Dave Melter from the Wrestling Observer Newsletter. He's saying that WWE very much tried to help Miles uh, in with this whole situation uh, before he went public with the issues. Uh, they haven't made any comments on this. Uh, it's funny because Dave Meltzer, not a guy to pat WWE on the back and say they're doing a good job. He's yeah. really critical of them a lot of the time. And I'm not saying that as a knock on Dave. I'm just stating it as a fact. He is very critical often. Yeah,
1: well, because you don't have a Tokyo Dome in the state.
0: Exactly. So if he is <laughs> saying that they very much tried – To help Jordan Miles out in this situation and sort things out, then you got to believe they were at least making a concerted effort. You know, at this point, Uh, I don't know what happened. It's a huge mess. It looks bad for WWE. It looks really bad for ACH. He just he he. It. I don't think he comes out looking good.
1: No, no. I
0: in this situation, and I'm not. And again, I'm not knocking the guy for being mad about the shirt or anything like that. That's his. That's his position. That's what he wants to. You know, whatever.
1: And if you're mad about something. I mean, there's a couple of ways you can go. I mean, publicly blasting, you know, a, a that's company, probably the last way, you know. But but <laughs> but then, but then a post like that, just you know, there's a way of saying, look, I don't agree with this shirt. I mean, he he could just post a comp video, you know. It, it may be part of it was, too, because I think it originally went out there and he didn't know the implications of that design or anything. Yeah. Maybe somebody said something afterwards. He's like, hey, you know, we did this, and can we change this? That's all I'm asking for, you know. But when you when you yeah, when you get over emotional with it, you know. Not saying I disagree with him because, yeah, right I, again, I, I can I'm, see where he's upset. But
0: I can absolutely see where he's but, upset.
1: Like like Booker T says, you just you just got to bring it back a little bit.
0: Right. Agreed. I think that's the catch. I'm, again, not going to take a position on him. Yeah. His feelings about the shirt—that's him and his feelings. It's just the way it all went down after yeah. the fact that yeah. we're talking about. Um, Does he? So do you see him coming back in the
1: future? Because we've seen guys. Uh, We've seen guys before that we thought would never come back. And yeah, but again, we're talking
0: about guys that were big at that point. Usually, you know what That's I mean. True. We're not talking about a guy who really, I mean, hadn't done much of anything. Yet. Was, was he on television for next? He was on NXT. He'd been on there a couple times. Th- I think he did that. They had the oh god, they had a tournament on there called like Rising Star or something like that. Okay, it was the, okay. the new guys that were yeah. supposed to be you know? And then he got a title shot of his choice. He took a shot against um, Adam Cole. Had a good match, but nobody believed he was going to beat Adam Cole. Yeah. And then I don't think he'd really done much since then. Okay. Um, but, again, you were finally – you got a little bit of a spotlight. You were going to get more. They clearly liked you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I, I, I don't know. Maybe he could be back. It, it all depends. Would he want to go back? I don't know. If that's genuinely how he feels, I can't see him wanting to ever go back. But I don't see them making a hard play for him either. No, I, I just I, don't think that he's he's a status. A status well, well, that they well, I think it's what it is. You him.
1: mentioned, you know, he's he's not a name that is known in the in- industry, like like a guy that we're about to talk to who just came back
0: this week. That yes, that we didn't
1: ex- expect. You know, there's rumors, but we're like, ah, well, you know,
0: grain we, of salt. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. So so we'll do that. We'll go from leaving the company to kind of coming back to the company. Davey, he's back. Are you as shocked as I am?
1: I I. I can't believe it. You know, there's all these ramblings going on. and I was,
0: I was watching backstage, and Renee goes that she wanted, they wanted to start creating their own moments, and she goes, we're going to start right now. Three, two, one. And as she's doing that whole spiel, I'm like, it'd be really funny if it was CM Punk, because we'd heard the rumors yeah. that he had auditioned for the show, or that his agent was reaching out, and the whole nine yards, but you never really know how to take all that. All of a sudden, out walks CM Punk, who is now a part of WWE Backstage. Yeah. Which... Now, here. First of all, first of all, he's not technically back with WWE. No, nope. he's with Fox. Yep, Fox in association with WWE. It's like him working for. I don't. know. Well, well,
1: you don't work for the NFL, but you're on. You know, you're NFL on NFL and Fox, or right? Whatever. Or something like that. And exactly. You're just, on one of
0: these pre-game yeah. shows or post-game shows or something like that. You don't work for the the, the actual sports company. Yeah. You work for the the, uh, the uh, network. network. Yeah. yeah, and so he works for Fox. Now that being said, it's still very interesting that he was willing to come back and put his name on something WWE related. Yeah, and he's going to be working in association with WWE people. Renee Young, uh, Samoa Joe's there. Yeah. Paige. Page, I Booker mean Booker T. Booker Who, T. I think he these are
1: fought with at one time or another. Yeah,
0: yeah. These are all guys that I mean work for the company. And there's you know there's other WWE people, people around. Yeah, he's going to be interacting with WWE. I think this is a strong step towards him wrestling in the WWE again. I'm not saying this is a given. I'm saying I think this is a strong step in that direction because this is how those conversations start. Yeah, this is I mean when Shawn Michaels came back to wrestle for WWE after he supposedly his career was over, he wasn't looking for anything like that. He was going to be brought in for something else. All of a sudden, it's – do you think do you think you could do one more match? Do you think you yeah. could? Uh, you could probably do. We could. I could probably do one more match. All right, cool. We'll do the one match and then that, that's cool, man. It's just that way we get to end it on this cool note and whole nine yards. Does the one match? You think you could do a few more matches? <laughs> you know, it's in, and then it turns into that, and then before you know it, Shawn Michaels is back to WWE wrestling a part-time schedule, but pretty much appearing on television all the time. Yeah, and turning in great matches. I could CM Punk do that? It could absolutely happen. It's not a given. It's going to happen.
1: No, but but you, you know that's going to be there. I mean, as soon as he came back, you know, all these wrestlers were tweeting about him. You know, hey, yeah. let's, let's have a match.
0: You know, yeah. and it's like, what did Seth Rollins say? Immediately yeah, fight me. Yeah, yeah fight me. <laughs> fight me. That's what he said. <laughs> Um, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah,
1: uh, it, And it's, uh, there were some great comments we had, by the way, because uh, we, we posted this yes. uh, as soon as it yes. happened. So I'll, I'll go through some of the reaction, and then I'll weigh in with my thoughts, too. Uh, Jeffrey Dietz, which, hey, Jeffrey, where's the emails at? Uh, he said, definitely has me excited, even if it doesn't lead to his in-ring return. Uh, but does show that he's allowed, even if an existing cast to speak out against things that they don't like what the WWE is doing. Yeah,
0: and that's that's an interesting point. Because they do speak out against things sometimes. Yes. On that same episode, yes. they were ripping the Lana, Rusev, uh, uh, Bobby Lashley storyline. Yeah. Oh, and just and the, all of them said yeah. they wanted it to just stop and move on to yeah. something else. And I'm like, so it's interesting you're putting Punk on a show where he's going to have free reign. Yeah. To, well, I say free reign, but you know, uh, to a degree, he's going to have an open mic to say what he doesn't like to, that WWE is doing. Which I,
1: I think is great, you know. It's weird because he kind of gets like the Roddy Piper comparisons a little bit, but yeah. he's probably the closest we've had with a guy, with a male wrestler, in, in a long time to have those kind of that kind of mouth. I mean, Kevin Owens a little bit to some extent, but it always seemed like the reins get pulled in on him.
0: Yeah, he he's never gotten to, uh, to unload like CM Punk
1: did. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and Samoa Joe a little bit close to that, but but not quite that like Punk's level. Uh, Mike Downs uh, says so someone's worried about AEW. Granted, they have top names but like Punk would have been a huge ad. I say he's got better recognition than most of the guys there. Uh, The keys, you know, of course, the Fox contract for. I
0: mean, you say they're worried about AEW, but again, WWE wasn't in charge of this decision. Yeah, WWE wasn't in charge of the the audition. WWE wasn't in charge of
1: that on a Tuesday night. That. I would say nobody's watching, but the ratings were, were not great. Cause it hasn't Dave, only been promoted what was it,
0: 45,000 people, 49,000 people Something in the last like that. episode? Yeah, that's yeah. nobody. That is nothing. Yeah.
1: yeah, the video had over 1 million views, so people now know when that show's on.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, it'll be interesting to see the numbers next week when we know he's going to be on. Now, here's the thing people also have to remember. He's not going to be on every week. Yeah. He's going to be on... Hit and miss. You know what I mean? Which is, I mean, fine, I, I guess. Think
1: great, probably going to the pay per views would be great if they run down the card yeah. and they, they have their predictions. Now, here's the
0: thing. If you want to tell me that, he, that they were worried about AEW and that's why they brought him back, I'd, I'd buy that more if he was on a commentary team or if he was on, you know yeah, what I mean? If, if he was something up on like Raw that. Or SmackDown. If he was actually on WWE programming, I would buy, okay, regardless of the role, if he was on their yeah. pre show stuff for their pay per views, yeah. then I'd be like, yes, they are worried about AEW. They tried to keep him away. With this, I don't get that vibe. Well, yes, I'm sure that. The reports are coming out that while WWE doesn't love the idea of him having an open mic to criticize them, they also didn't get in the way. They have they have their yeah. they have WWE's blessing for him to be on the show. Um, risk
1: but, reward, the reward again, better than the yes. risk. Yes, again,
0: I go back to the point of it, it, this is how those conversations start. He's there, and then you know all it takes is for one day for Triple H to be at the Fox the studios and to talk to him and kind of you know hash it out, and you know then he then he leans over to him and he says. Hey, you uh think you can wrestle one more match? You know what I mean? Like I, then that's that's how you get the ball rolling at that yeah. point, you know? That's how the conversations start. Yeah. Uh,
1: I, I think I think it's great that he's back. Yeah. Um well it leads to something down the road. That speculation's gonna be there. You know, is it one of those things where he's gonna like you know, show up as like number thirty for the Royal Rumble or or something like that? You With know?
0: him on WWE backstage, the speculation will never stop.
1: Yeah. What'd it you, was
0: bad enough. It lasted for like a year or two it, constantly, it, it, every it, show. It, it did,
1: yeah. Uh, and, and I think
0: I think it, I think it's great. You know what? And they're, they're going to be in Chicago before too long.
1: Is that where D- uh, Survivor WWE, Series is? Uh, it
0: might be. I'm not sure, but I know I know they're scheduled to be in Chicago before too long. It's all on the bump. That's another yeah. uh, WWE show that they they have. I think it's a YouTube show or something yeah, like that. They got a lot of shows. Uh, it's it's a fun show though because it's like a bunch yeah, of fans it, doing
1: it, it. It is in Chicago, which is yeah. weird because because I was thought like you know this punk rumors just said well that would be a good place for them to show up like you know for for one of these battles for the teams or whatever. Um, you know, but I I think it's great he's back, and um, you know, obviously, a a in the timing of it, I will say this is interesting because you are coming off a a big AEW event, yeah, you know, but not related to that. But then it's like, well, let's bring in Punk this week so people are talking about this because WWE kind of needs that right now because you know when your your top guy in Raw is getting booed out of the building that you have to edit the show. Yeah. And then your other big few that you keep shoving at people's throats is failing miserably.
0: Yeah. You need something. God, Vince has a pregnancy angle. Yeah. Um, So that's, I mean, that's it. Punk's back on WWE Backstage, or he's on WWE Backstage, kind of half back with the company. Uh, Very interesting development in that relationship. We'll see what happens. Um, Look, I'm just going to say this right now. In a world where uh, the NFL will set up Colin Kaepernick to have a workout with all 32 NFL teams, nothing seems impossible anymore. Uh, it, it, it's, it's an oddly, not the same, but a similar situation in the sense that he left the company under, you know, it was bad yeah. terms and sued, yeah. uh, you know, and granted he sued WWE's doctor, not the company as a whole, the yeah. owners, yeah. but it, it's just it, the parallel there, you know what I mean? And, and then around the same time, you've got, you've got these two things happening in sports. It's like, wow, that's interesting. Yeah. But you know, we'll see what happens with Punk. I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued. If he comes back, I'm just gonna, I'm, yeah. I'm
1: Like, let's assume he is. Yeah. At some point, like not like you know, the next couple of weeks, maybe rumble, maybe mania season, which would make sense. So yeah, that, you, know, you get a good build to it. It's of saying, hey, he's back in two weeks. Yeah. Uh, the the better opponents. I'm just gonna throw these names out there because where everybody kind of stands right now. Uh, AJ Styles. Of course. Uh, Seth Rollins. Okay. Maybe. I, I don't see Roman happening. I, I think just with his comments in the past. Or... You know, it's funny
0: as you say that, but I could see them going there because of those comments. You know what I mean? you <laughs> would be like, he, he, and then, you know, the interview after would be hysterical. Be would like, be like, yeah, you, you're going to beat him, but you got to make him look strong. <laughs> like, and if you don't know what we're listening to you need or talking about, you need to go back and listen to CM Punk's uh, episode uh, of The Art McCullers? of Wrestling with yeah. uh, Colt Cabana. Or Colt Cabana, yeah, that's what it was. Uh, yeah. that, that, was that was pretty hysterical. Yeah. Um, I think guys like Samoa Joe would be a good opponent for him. Yeah, maybe
1: one more time with Daniel Bryan. That would be
0: a lot of fun. And then some of the NXT guys. Oh, that'd be a blast. Oh, my gosh. But let's be real. If he comes back, if he comes back to wrestling, he's going to end up on Fox.
1: Yeah. Because he's on backstage. They're
0: the ones who brought him back. Fox is going to demand that CM Punk be on SmackDown. So that'll be the- That
1: may be the next step.
0: Maybe. We'll see. We will see what happens, Dave. We will absolutely see. Fantasy booking, which I don't like to do, could be happening now. (laughs) All right, we're going to take a quick break, and uh, when we come back, we are going to review AEW Full Gear, so hang on. Miss an episode of ESPR? Find previous episodes and interviews with WWE superstars, like Seth Rollins.
1: Do you miss doing the curb stop? I love that move. Oh, yeah, we all did. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> the miz well it is the most musty podcast of all time isn't it yes, it's the cool. best one it's the most musty. it's awesome it's what is it eat sleep repeat uh, eat something sleep. another thing yeah. who cares who cares it's amazing just search espr on all your major podcast apps and we're back and it is time for our review of aew full gear Yes, we're going to talk to you about that show, and uh, it, it is their first pay-per-view post uh, Dynamite era, or in the Dynamite era. Yeah, it's weird, <laughs> but in any event, uh, it, it was it was a good show overall. Um, yeah. I, I was I was excited to watch it because I wanted to see what it happened because I'm interested because you know we talked about this before when you're doing this more regularly when you're doing this you know what's it going to yeah. be like. So, I was pleased at the end of it, so that's a good thing. But uh, we'll, we'll go ahead and go ahead.
1: Yeah, my expectations were about maybe like two to three matches on the card.
0: Okay, fair enough. Because
1: I thought, but I will say this from everything I've I read, and everything, you know, looking at everything, um, exceeded those expectations. Right. Be, and I don't mean it like it was like, you know, let's say I'm like not a fan or whatever. No, I, I, I watched, you know, what I could watch, but I just, just going into the show, it just seemed like the focus was on the last two matches.
0: Oh the focus was absolutely on the last you know, two but, matches but, but there the under- was more on there.
1: Yeah, but if the undercard can deliver then that to me always like brings up a show. We've had this right. like problem with like WWE events where you know the first couple of matches are great and then the rest of the show we think is going to be good. Just well the
0: advantage to the AEW show and this is something I like on the structured card is that all of the matches had a storyline built into them. Yes. Whereas we get a lot of stuff on WWE that is thrown together at the last minute yeah. just to fill out a four-hour pay-per-view yeah. card. Well, we bumped into each other backstage. Oh, right? you want to have a match? Yeah, that's yeah. pretty much how it is. Yeah. Uh, so uh, go ahead and start us off. We'll, we'll go ahead and tackle all this. All right.
1: So uh, Dr. Britt Baker, uh, DMD, uh, defeated Bia. Uh,
0: is it Bia or just B? Just B. Just B. B. B- Priestley, B- I believe. B.
1: Priestley uh, by submission. Now, the story here, what they're saying was that Baker had the flu during this match, and I hope that was the case because I – uh, Said and I, I think you know last week I've been concerned about her because she's going to be one of your stronger women. Yeah, I've she's supposed to
0: be the the like really the face of your women's division, and she has yet to uh, wow us. Yeah, um, which is a bummer. Um, but I will say that uh, her match with B Priestley might have been my favorite match of hers so far. Um, I really liked B Priestley. I
1: I, I was because I thought like, oh, this is just going to be a walk for Baker or whatever. But man, some of the offense that Priestley yeah. was doing, I had never seen. The, Anybody, and again, do.
0: they did the little hype video beforehand to kind of make you understand the beef between them. Yeah. Even though it hadn't been hugely hyped on television, they did that to make sure you understand. There's a beef here. This isn't just a match we put together. Yeah. There's a beef, and I appreciated that. So even as a, as a less important, like standing wise match, it was still it was still good to have that that background to feed on.
1: Yeah, but, but but something's missing with her, and I I don't know what it is. I well, maybe I can tell you right sick, now, for but...
0: me, and again, it, that may have been the case here, but what I've noticed a lot of times when I'm watching her her matches on AEW, there's no – I don't feel like there's – and no pun intended here. I don't feel like there's any impact. Uh, I, like, it, her <laughs> yeah, moves, yeah. she very much, in a way, reminds me of – and granted, not the same style, but you'll get what I mean, I think. I had this problem with John Morrison. He yeah. he looks like he's he looks like he's knows how to do the moves really well, but he doesn't know how to make it look like a fight. Yeah, you get what I mean. Yeah, and that's where that's where people lose me in wrestling is where it looks more like a practiced move than it does a fight. And like when like Stone Cold to say this all the time to people when they're talking when they're talking about laying in their their shots and when he's your sh- in man and he's telling him you know you got to make it look real and. It, I've heard people say this before too. When you're talking about work, like like when the rest holds, right? Yeah. I don't remember who it was, but somebody said if you're working, there's no such thing as a rest hold. And I can't remember who it was. I saw them recently. I wish I could. I wish I could remember right now because they locked in a, a, a rear chin lock, and I'm thinking, oh god, it's like the Randy Orton thing. He's just going to lay yeah. there for yeah. ten minutes, and it's going to be the most boring match. The dude is working the hold the whole time, so it looks like. I mean, he's working it. There's yeah. no resting yeah. involved, and it looked good. And I'm like, see now that I like this looks like a fight and a struggle it doesn't look like okay let's take a break yeah. okay you ready yeah. all right we'll get up and start doing the next thing
1: yeah, yeah. i right, doing this i so gonna backdrop but yeah <laughs> um
0: again i just i wasn't wowed it was okay uh b i actually came out of this even though she lost i came out of this more impressed with b Priestley than i did with Britt baker i
1: i agree with you on that and then they have the angle with uh awesome kong
0: uh coming down which, interesting but weird yeah because i don't get what they're doing they didn't there. say
1: anything afterwards i'm like Okay, you just you know. you just go I also don't else.
0: like Kong's new outfit. I wish they had just stuck with her old outfit. Yeah. I mean, granted, maybe it was her idea. She wanted to do something new and change it up a little bit, and that's totally cool. I'm fine with it. It's very possible I don't like it because yeah. it's just different. You know, it's going to take time to get used to. But I, I liked her older one better.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's getting around the show and whatever they're doing with Brandy Rhodes.
0: Whatever. I did <sighs> whatever she wants. Yeah, it yeah. seems like. <laughs>
1: So the main show starts. Uh, the proud and powerful Santana and Ortiz the new name now. Yeah. Uh, uh, defeating
0: the Young Bucks. Yes, they did. Uh, which they needed to. Uh, I said that uh, in the preview. The 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 proud yeah. and powerful needed to win more than the Young Bucks. Uh, the match was good. It wasn't too spot crazy. Uh, it was still exciting, but it wasn't spot crazy, which I appreciated because they knew it was coming after them and they didn't want to try and steal the show. Yeah. Um, and, and that's and good. It, but it was a good opening match for the, the, that was because that was the main start to the show. Yeah.
1: Because because that's always been my concern with the young bucks because i know the match they had for the tag team tournament when they lost like in the first round were moves that's like well that's a finishing move right I, then- well but
0: see i think they're seeing again i think this all serves a purpose that match was meant to put over private party yeah you know what i mean so they had to make it a big spectacle of a match to really help try and get these guys over this one they know where they are on the card they don't have the proud and powerful are capable of getting themselves over they've already been presented as a threat and we can have a match that just makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Without like, so and without, there were still spots. Yeah. It just wasn't crazy spots. Yeah, fest.
1: without too much for you yeah. to open a show where you're like, now, okay, how do we follow that up? I'm
0: going to say this love that the Proud and Powerful got the win. Hate, hate, hated the finish to, after the match. Hated it because it, as soon as you get the heat on them by winning the match, you immediately take it away by having Proud and Powerful sell for two guys in their 60s. Yeah. Um, and then just take an extended beat down from the bucks and the rockers. Yeah. The rock and roll express, rock yeah. and roll express. Excuse me. I don't know. I said rockers, the rock and roll express. It just, it, I just didn't like that decision. It immediately undid them as, as the threat that they were 20 seconds ago. Yeah. You know?
1: I mean, it could be a one thing. Like if like the young bucks, like the hold a guy and, and then, you know, and they could do their moves or whatever the. Rock and Roll Express does just to get some heat back, but the angle, of the setup was ridiculous because what they, did, they didn't like, they didn't, they were there at an event, right? And They were like about to talk, and then
0: they were, they had the tag team titles, and yeah. they were talking about how they were going to present them, and blah 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 blah. Yeah, then- and so then they got jumped by Proud and Powerful, which yeah. is fine. I mean, that's a heel thing to do. It's whatever. I mean, I remember watching, Ke- I remember watching Kevin Owens uh, power bomb Machine Gun Kelly to Cheers, which wasn't what they were going for, but yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, it's what it is. They have people attack the random guests. I yeah. get it. Yeah, so, but uh, again, it was, it was a good match. I just didn't like what was after yeah. it.
1: Yeah, uh, next match, Adam Page uh, defeating uh, Pac.
0: Uh, Page needed the win. Yeah, he did. He, he desperately did. needed the win. Um, and,
1: and that's been my concern about him is that you know he's been a guy that's like another like almost like Baker presented really well. I mean, Baker yeah. was winning, but like you know he had these. I, big I agree.
0: He is the male version of Britt Baker. At this point. <laughs> uh, he just doesn't he doesn't stand out enough to me. Yeah, but I will say this: he looked really good in the match. It was a hard hitting match between the two of them. It looked really good. And Adam Page picked up an important win. It was good. It was necessary. Yeah.
1: Uh, this one surprised me, but because uh, I, I picked Joey Janela because he's kind of my guy. Uh, yeah, you a Janela
0: guy? Yeah? <laughs> yeah. All right, fair enough. There's uh, nothing wrong with that. I was just okay. But,
1: well, him, him and AJ are two guys that, that I hope hope for in the future. In, well, at least one AW. of
0: them, you're going to get your wish. I can pretty much guarantee that. Yeah,
1: it, yeah, we'll get to that guy. But uh, Sean Spears uh, with uh, Tully Blanchard.
0: Yeah, you know, defeating Joey. Well, I, I, Sean, Sean kind of needed this. Sean absolutely needed
1: it. You know, Joey's a guy I think that doesn't get hurt by this. Where certain no, guys No, he's
0: do. he's in a lovable loser kind of role where he goes out there, he puts on a spectacle. Yeah, uh yeah. Especially, you know, it's often really hardcore. But
1: those are guys I I I, but, I like to watch sometimes. I mean, yeah, and I get, it, win, and there's
0: nothing but, wrong with that. And yeah. he gets, he'll get, he'll get his wins. Yeah. but, I mean. It's not where he is right now. And again, yeah. Spears needed it. Yeah. Because he needs to be seen as a top level heel, and he's just not. He's seen as a mid level heel at the moment. And if, if even that, because there's nothing to his character yeah. beyond, I've got Tully Blanchard with me.
1: Well, but I, mean, I do love the fact that they did a Spike Polo driver, though. Yeah, going, oh, I go, like that, go, too. Going back to you know, like the old, old Arn Anderson days. I mean, exactly. Just, you know, I mean, there, it's, there had to be some guy, I mean, not just me, but like some older guy going, holy crap, Like I haven't seen that in t- 30 years. <laughs> holy crap, man, that has been. Thirty years.
0: Yeah, probably. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so, uh, yes, yeah, so and the match. That match was fine. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was good.
1: Uh, in, a, in A three-way tag team match for the AW World Tag Team Championships. SoCal, SoCal uncensored, uncensored. Yeah, uh, defeat the Lucha Brothers and Private Party. Okay, now
0: here's where you got your spots. Yeah, this is where you got your spots. Um, I had picked maybe uh, the Lucha Brothers to win this one, just because I figured maybe uh, they've been doing the story with them in SoCal uncensored, and yeah. you know. In all honesty, I think I think the Lucha Brothers are the hotter overall act. Um, but SoCal and Sons are definitely popular. I, I really almost selfishly hoped it because I really want uh, Scorpio Sky to break off as a singles guy. Yeah. I really want him to break off as a singles guy because I, I, I see a lot of potential in him as a singles wrestler. He is super charismatic. He's extremely talented. Um, but all three teams did a really good job. And... Uh, uh, d- SCU remains your tag team champions. Yeah. You know,
1: next match for the AEW Women's Championship, uh, Riho defeating uh, is it Emi Sakura. Am I saying that right?
0: I think it's Emi Sakura, but okay. I could be wrong. Okay. Uh, I, I I'm not I'm, I, I'm not amazing at those names either. I'm still learning them as well, but I think it's Emi Sakura. And uh, really good. Yeah, student versus teacher. Student versus teacher because she trained Riho. And uh, Riho, a fantastic wrestler at this point. She's really, she's you know, for somebody who's like 85 pounds or 95 pounds or whatever she is, and I really doubted being able to buy any of her offense, she's done a fantastic job of making me change my mind. Yeah,
1: she's got to be like, she's 93 pounds.
0: She's got some oomph behind her yeah. for somebody so small. Uh, match started a little slow but picked up and ended up being a, a good match with the fans really in it by the end. So uh, I really enjoyed it. I, I thought Rio continues to be women's champion, and she looks good in that position.
1: Yeah, yeah, because the uh, score—
0: uh, I She doesn't look is... like she's getting lucky wins. She yeah, looks like yeah. she's just earning them, well, which w- is good. W-
1: which is good, yeah, because you, you want your talent to look strong. It's, yeah, it, even if
0: they're 93 it pounds. It's
1: a problem that some But again, some she's not have.
0: dominating, which she shouldn't be, Yeah, but she's, she's doing the right thing so that the matches make sense, yeah. and she's finding ways to come back. Yep. So I like it.
1: All right, the the, uh, the next match, which had uh, had some stipulations on it, had, had had he lost, he would never challenge again for the AEW
0: World Championship. You're referring to Cody. Cody Rhodes. Technically Excuse speaking, sir, technically speaking, this was <clears throat> the main event of the evening.
1: That's right, with uh, Chris Jericho back with uh, Jake Hager. Uh, sir,
0: sir, oh. sir. Le Champion. Oh, that's right. Chris oh. Jericho. Do you have any bubbly? I Bubbly. Here, hold on, wait. <laughs> shake the bottle. Totally up. Bubbly.
1: There you go. That's not a bong. That's, that's, that's just. That's, nope. <laughs> that's just <laughs> breathe. Um. Right, so, <laughs> it's Chris Jericho defeating uh, Cody Rhodes by tech. I'm doing it with my hands. Like everybody can see it. Technical submission. Yeah. Uh, all thanks to MJF. Yeah. Which you know, they kind of teased It's a couple of weeks ago. on one of the AEW shows where like he came out and then
0: you he teased like the, he was going to hit Cody with the yeah, chair and then he hits yeah. all the inner circle with it and everything. Yeah. But like the match itself. First of all, I just want to tackle that first. The Fair. match itself was very good. Yeah. Um, those two work very well together. Cody is really over, uh, crazy over.
1: Is isn't it amazing? Yeah. I, I mean, just
0: well, one thing is I like there... as well. One thing I really enjoy is that people are clearly into Jericho's act. You know what I mean? La yeah. champion and the bubbly and this, different, and the other thing they're into it. They cheer all that stuff. They love it. This, that, and the other thing. But when it comes time to boom, they boo him. Yeah. That is something I really appreciate about the AEW fans because that's been pretty universal and I really like that. It's like, yes, you can enjoy this stuff. You can have fun with it, but thank you for buying into the the, the storyline of what the match is. Yeah. I appreciate that. Uh Cody looked really good. He was dominating for the first few minutes, and then he had this net he did a dive over the top rope. They had a ramp that went straight to the ring from the end. Yeah. yeah. And um, I was just for the listeners. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know, I, I know you saw it. I'm just for the listeners. <laughs> yeah, it's mir- it reminded
1: me of the old WWE like, uh, Toronto Maple Leaf uh, yeah. Garden cards because they'd always had that big ramp on top there.
0: He ran into the diet of over the ropes to Jericho on the outside. Uh, he missed, and he goes face first onto that walkway. And I mean, a nasty, nasty gash above his eye. Uh, horribly bleeding right away. Luckily, it looks like they got the bleeding for the most part stopped through the match. But then Jericho took over. Uh, but I mean, again, just a well worked match all around. It got to the end where Jericho had Cody in the, uh do they call it the Lion Tamer? It's the Lion yeah. Tamer, yeah. They had him in the Lion Tamer for the second or third time, uh, deep, deep in the Lion Tamer. It yeah. was nasty looking. And MJF gets up, struggles with the decision, and finally throws in the towel for his buddy. Was it, how long was the match? Was it like 30 minutes? A or 30 something minute like that? match, yeah. And yeah. a 60 minute timeline. They went 30 minutes. I'm cool with that. Yeah. Um, this is a very dusty finish. I feel like, so I think his dad would have been proud.
1: Yeah, because you got the stipulation that yep. yeah, if you don't win, you don't get the match again. However, you didn't make the decision that you were going. No, to lose.
0: It, MJF threw in the towel for him, yeah. so of course this gives him an out later to challenge for the title again, yeah. which is good. Uh, but and it really made the ending up in the air because I wasn't sure how they were going to get out of this. So MJF throws in the towel. He's pleading with Cody. He's apologizing to Cody. He's I'm so sorry. I did what well. I just. I was trying to help and blah 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 blah. And it looks like Cody finally figured him, and I'll be honest with you, the way Cody was postured, I thought Cody was going to turn on MJF at that moment. Yeah. I thought they were going to give us a switch the other direction, and I was like, "Oh, that would be weird." No, but and I another thing that made me think that way is clearly because Cody's wife Brandi is acting very heelish yeah. in the women's division, so I'm like, "Okay, maybe Cody goes that way, and that makes sense for them to be both heels now." Yeah, no MJF with the low blow and just I mean he he, he yeah. That dude is so good. They suckered me in. They they got me. Because I've been expecting him to turn the whole time. Well,
1: that's what they, they set up. Uh, yes. Yeah. And,
0: and I still didn't. I was like, oh, maybe it's not going to happen. Oh, and it happened. Yeah. And it was just so, so well done. I know some people will poo-poo finishes like that where they throw in the towel for the guy. And it's a, It is a story. It is a storyline decision. Yeah. It made sense. And it furthered another angle now with Cody and MJF. Yeah and i think it was extremely well done
1: and it also protects cody
0: yeah absolutely it, you know absolutely. It, when it have the situation and it gives jericho a win that a necessary win that kind of strengthens his 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 yeah. resume as the champion Yeah. you know
1: it's not a finished use much um, which is good it shouldn't be yeah i mean i mean i think of like uh, bob Backlund losing to the Iron Sheik with Arnold Scullin throwing in the towel. You know, But they set up the angle beforehand. You know, his shoulder was hurt from the previous attack. And then right.
0: he's not going to get out of the Campbell clutch. And, right. Cody, you, he, and something, something happened to Cody during that match. I must have missed when it happened. But he had a nasty bruise on like his back or side area. And uh, I think now he's dealing with some fractured ribs or something like that. Yeah, he he got beat up in that match. Yeah. He got beat up bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A
1: couple, couple of other guys uh, got beat up in the uh, last match of the evening. Yeah, which...
0: this was not really the last, but this was the unsanctioned match. Lights out, not really hardcore. It's just a lights out match between Kenny Omega and John Moxley. I mean,
1: if you got garbage cans, you got, uh, of course, you got chairs. I'm going to say this I, chains, enjoyed,
0: I enjoyed the first part of this match. Screwdrivers. They lost me as it went on. Um, <laughs> I was supposed and to tables. believe that Moxley was going to stab him. Yeah, broken glass. Um, broken glass. I hate broken glass. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Like, if you're going to do hardcore, I prefer I prefer the thumbtacks. Yeah. Glass looks stupid because at least thumbtacks, some of them will stick in here. They're never going to go that deep. No. So they're no. never going to do any serious damage, but you make it a little bit of blood. It's a good visual. You know what I mean? The glass, nobody ever bleeds from that fake glass. Yeah. Nobody ever. And if they do, it's minuscule. But, I mean, really, when they pour it out of the bag, it is 90% dust. When they pour it out of there. And it's all sugar glass. You know, it's not real glass. We all know that. Yeah. Um, And then, like, there was a part where Kenny had a chunk of, or somebody, one of them had a chunk of glass, and he had it on the other guy's hand and, like, ran it between his fingers. Like, oh, he's cutting him. You know what I mean? But then there's no blood. So yeah. clearly he didn't cut him. Like, it, it just, it, it in, I hate to say this because, you know, you're watching hardcore wrestling. How, how much intelligence do you need? But it, I feel like it insults your intelligence because it's just not...
1: Yeah, well, the, yeah, because he's putting it in his mouth, or yeah. you, you know, he's got the, yeah. uh, the, I guess, the sharpshooter on him, or whatever it was, and, right? You know, and, and he's crawling through the glass to get to the ropes, right. and I mean, that's almost like I will say, like C, uh, ZW level or whatever else, which but, again, that's Moxley's, playground, you know, it playground, is. Yeah. You know? Yeah.
0: but it it it's it gets cartoony at a certain point, yeah, and like I, as far as I know, Moxley doesn't want to be that, and I had a huge, 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 huge problem with them bringing out a giant bed of barbed wire. Yeah. At at the end of the match towards the end of the match. I had a huge problem with that because it's okay why first of all, why does that exist? Why does that exist? Secondly, they do this sub spot where Moxley suplexes Omega into it. So they're both laying in it. So then we have got to stop the match while numerous safety people come out and peel them out of it. And it looked like it hurt, don't get me wrong, but numerous safety people have to come out and peel them out of this. So that slows the momentum because nothing is happening. Because we have to wait several moments for them to be peeled out. Yeah. Then we get back to the ring. There's more action. Moxley cuts up the canvas and reveals the wood underneath. Yeah. Okay? Uh, great. Then he plants him on it and doesn't get a pin. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and yeah what, Omega, at, Omega hit yeah, the DDT, yeah. yeah. At one point, at one point, excuse me, at what point is it going to be a finish? You know what I mean? Because then me- Omega goes up to the top rope. He misses. He hits the mat. Or the, yeah. I'm sorry, the, the wood. Yeah. Then he grabs him DDTs and pins him one, two, three. Okay, great, but really, after everything else that happened and then the exposed wood and Moxley gets planted and he kicks out? Yeah. Like, you're really making it seem unlikely he can lose to anything that's not getting, like, hit with a truck at this point. Like, that was the issue I had with ECW for so long. It was, okay, we we'll put him through fun, a table. Yeah. Oh, okay, uh, we'll put him through two tables. Uh, we'll, we'll throw him through five, six tables staff on top of each other off of a balcony. Oh, wait. Uh, that's not enough anymore. Uh, we'll light him on fire. Yeah. Oh, it's gotta keep going up and up and up. And how on how long can you do that? And then he went with a roll up. That always bothered me. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. always bothered me to see that. I'm like, Ah, oh, come on. Just, this is this is the same, the same issue I had with the Fiend match with Seth Rollins. Yeah. It's like after a while, you're making it unrealistic to the point where I'm why am I supposed to believe that anybody gets beat by these moves anymore? Yeah. You know, like it, it clearly and I'd have no problem with false finishes with big moves and this, that, and the other thing. And that's fine. But it's like even even that I know gets on like you don't like that to a degree. No, no, because but,
1: that, that bothered me. And I'm thinking of like Tommaso Ciampa and uh and Johnny Gargano yeah. and that like that match that they had where like you know he goes through the table yeah. or all this other stuff. Well
0: but at least in that match he when he brings him back to the ring and they had the ring canvas well, pulled up, the, the, he hits the, a the, one D D T yes, on that exposed yeah. wood and it's over. Yeah. And it's over. And that, that made And I sense. was like okay, at least that finished it.
1: But some of the other stuff getting there, I was just like Okay, you know, it's like...
0: And, I, and I, I'm not as much against it when they do this stuff leading up to it because, I mean, again, the, the moves and whatever, fine. You know, you kick out of it, whatever. I'd like to see it used sparingly. Sometimes it's not. But I'm sorry, once we start getting these hardcore things and you're talking about a level of violence that is supposedly so far beyond the normal yeah. matches and these guys are still kicking out of this ridiculous stuff, I, I don't like that. That takes me out of any realism they've created.
1: Yeah, because there are guys on um, some of the independent... And I can't think of their names, but the one guy like who went through a table or whatever, and then he like stands up like, hey, you know, yeah. like you, you got to yeah. sell the stuff, yeah. you, you know, like you said, like being hit by a truck, because because you, can you take it out? I mean, thankfully this is the match that closed the show.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, nothing could have gone on after yeah. this with yeah. all the spectacle involved, and in and I get it; it's a spectacle. I understand that.
1: I, I mean, this part, I mean, does I mean, it's a great show overall. Probably one of the best shows of the years we've had. The, but but this does bring this down. A the little one bit because,
0: thing I'll say is that if you want to create this illusion for Moxley, that this is Moxley, he kicks out of this ridiculous kind of offense and this damage and whatnot, if you want to make him your Mick Foley in that regard, okay, I'll buy that for Moxley, all right, for him in these matches. Because Mick Foley did the same thing. He kicked out of ridiculous stuff. Yeah. He just wouldn't stay down, I mean, so so many times. That was his thing. And we all loved Mankind and Mick Foley and Cactus Jack and the whole nine yards. Again, I will I will follow this if you want that to be Moxley, but this can't become a regular thing. This cannot become a, and please I'm begging you get rid of the fake allies.
1: Well, I'm trying to think, which I mean this kind of even surprised me the Kenny Omega's level. I mean just that he was involved and in, and I mean I get the on thing, but the level that it went to was like this is where Kenny's going. You know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think Kenny's trying to prove he can do a lot of things. He's not just you know uh, this one trick pony from Japan, and I mean that's fine. I had no issue with it, but it's just it's it's. I don't know. I, I I'm not huge on it.
1: But one thing, like we talked about last week, like I just kept saying, like, wins and losses matter. I guess supposedly, but not a, a, that one in AEW. But that one, I guess, doesn't doesn't affect Kenny un- or whatever. It's, yeah, it's you, you know, guys like Adam Page, like you know, like they need that win because it, it does matter. Oh whatever. yeah, they
0: said they're going to reset those. Well, no, actually, I like that what? because at, after a certain point, if your win, I mean, your win losses is going to be hard to keep track. You can't base this on win losses forever. Yeah, because I mean, two or three years from now, some guys are going to have to amass so many wins to losses. That they're going to be the perpetual number one contender, you know what I mean? Because nobody has is even close to their win loss record, and they could lose the next thirty. They could be like going on a Roman Reigns run, yeah, and then so they could lose the next thirty matches and still have a better win loss record than everybody else the, on the show. Yeah. So I like this. They said they're going to reset it so that there will be a certain time frame where it's like okay, we start over from here, and this is where you know this everybody gets a starting slate, and that'll ensure that other people move up. Okay, the card to yeah. get into the title matches and stuff, and I'm okay with that. I'm as long as they count for the storylines we're telling them. Yeah, I'm fine with it.
1: But like, how often are you? I they gonna hit the, the reset button? I, I think, button if I, I you think want. that it sounds
0: kind of weird to say the reset button. It does button sound in weird. It does sound weird, but at the same time, again, I, I do kind of appreciate it. You know what I mean? Um, it's. I think one of the bucks said something online. I think it was Nick Jackson. I think he said something about it's looking like January. So I'm thinking what they'll probably do is start over for 2020. And then maybe go through 2020 with the same ones. Uh, they'll then re- The idea for me, that I think, would be a smart idea is just reset every every January right, if you're well, going to do it. Well,
1: here's a story that just came out today, as okay. a matter of fact. So regarding the win-loss records, the career records will always exist, but there will be annual season records. There
0: you go. Annual There's season new records. New season will
1: start in January, last throughout the year, and the same thing will happen in 2020. And so
0: then I think what they'll do is they'll make these decisions. If these guys have the same season record, they'll look to their annual records. Yeah. You know what I mean? And see that, okay, well, this guy has way more wins than this guy annually. Like, overall. I'm sorry, not annually, overall, their career record. Yeah. So I like that. It's another step in the storytelling. It's another step in the in the, in the making wins and losses matter and using them in an effective way to storytell. So yeah. I like that.
1: Well, okay, so Cody re- losing. Yes. Uh, the, you know, with the stipulation. Now, here, now, here's one thing. He may never get that shot again because, like, I'm just looking at another story here, that those in the company are insistent that is exactly what will happen, is that this is step one in trying to teach people stipulations matter.
0: Okay, fair enough.
1: So what, what's, what's, cause that's the one thing. Cause usually WWE, it's like, well, they'll whatever. Cause usually you expect, you know, something to switch around, but if they stick with it, great.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Let's, I agree. let's hope that's the case. I completely agree. I completely agree. So, But will they, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. And in all actuality, they could, they could go back on it eventually. But one of the things that's the most insulting is that when WWE goes back on and I hate to dump on WWE, but it's the only comparison you can make right now. Yeah. Um when WWE goes back on something and they go back almost immediately. Yeah. You know, it's like so and so's gone forever. Yeah. And they're back in a week or yeah. two. Kevin Owens, I quit next week yeah. he's, he's back. Next week he's back. Yeah. I sort of or when somebody's fired and they're gone and then they're back in a week. You know, what yeah. I, mean, I hate that. Make it count. Make it count for a while. You're banned from, you know. Yeah. They got to be gone. I'm sorry. I don't want to see him again until next year. I mean, some, you know? I, I, I'm
1: going to go old school here. Okay. Uh, Brian Pillman losing, like, a Loser Leaves Town match. and mm-hmm. then, So he would show up at other shows as the yellow dog because it's something that Barry Wyndham called him. Yeah, you know, but he'd be masked. Yeah. And it was like, oh, was that Brian Pillman? You know, they would just play it off like, that's not Brian
0: Pillman. Oh, yeah, it is. And then, you know, they couldn't prove it. You know, for a fact, there were independent promotions out there running things with yellow dogs showing yeah. up
1: all the time. <laughs> and, and then, like, uh, Greg Valentine Ronnie Garvin feud. Uh, Ronnie loses the retirement match, so he becomes a referee. Then he gets fired from that. Then he becomes a uh, a ring announcer. Just anything to torment Greg Valentine. You know, it went on until they said, okay, Reed yeah. Statham, because I want to fight this guy. Yeah.
0: Um, but overall, I thought that the pay-per-view was a good show.
1: It was a better show, put. probably one of the match, best ones
0: we have of the year, right? It's, it's definitely on the more positive side. It, 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 I have not seen an AEW one I didn't like yet. Um, my match of the night is absolutely going to be uh, – uh chris jericho and cody yeah uh i think storytelling in that match was fantastic and everybody played their roles perfectly yeah it's, it's weird because because
1: um, a lot of people are like ah, it's a match of the year one of the greatest matches i've seen it a it's great like match. it's like we need a much more wrestling but.
0: you do i mean it was a great <laughs> match don't get me wrong it was a great match for storytelling yeah um but that's what that, that's what that stuff that. needs that yeah. that's
1: what you need to set up that story you need to have you know there, there's stipulation on the line and you're like well you know and then and then we have the ending that you have yeah it's, it's great
0: um, and I gotta be honest, my least favorite match of the night was probably Britt Baker and B Priestley, just because I, I just have yet to, I not, I'm not wowed by yeah, by B or yeah. by Britt. And, uh, I gotta be honest with you, the, that, that was on the pre-show, so technically it doesn't even count. No, it doesn't really count. Because so. it was on the buy-in or whatever they call it. Yeah. Um, but that would definitely have been my least favorite match of the night, so. Uh, overall, I think I have to give the show about a, oh man, eight and a half.
1: I go with you on that. Between yeah, and a I think it was nine. it was yeah. a very
0: good show. Yeah, it was yeah. not. It, I wouldn't put it in the incredible uh levels, but it was it was a very good show. But definitely
1: one like you know when we watch the show, you want to go back and check it
0: out. Solid B effort. Yes, yeah. you know what I mean. I think it was a solid oh, yeah. B effort. So in any event, somebody somebody out there's going to criticize me and say yeah, like eighty percent, eighty five percent is a C. All yeah. right. Well, when I went to school, eighty four was the C mark, yeah. well, and well, on top of which, it, when I got to college, eighty to ninety was a B. Yeah. Uh,
1: Jordan uh, weighs in. He he gives the show a 10.
0: Oh, okay. All right. Fair enough. Let us know what you thought of the show. We'd like to know. So, again, ESPR at FM99.com. Let us know what, you know, what did you enjoy? What didn't you enjoy? uh, Overall thoughts in the show. Did you watch it? Did you not watch it? If you didn't, why? What's it going to take for AEW to win you over to uh, purchase one of their pay per views? So, that is it this week. Uh, Episode 124 in the Bank. We'll be back next week and I think next week is Survivor Series. Preview Survivor
1: week? Series and NXT takeover.
0: All right, that'll be a big Man, week. Survivor wow. Series and Takeover. War games.
1: I there's some matches I am absolutely looking forward to here.
0: hmm And and mm-hmm, some mm-hmm, that I'm
1: mm-hmm. But Dana Brooke is actually on a Smackdown team? We'll calm down. We'll see if that lasts. <laughs> what? In any event. Wait a minute. When did this happen? Remember, <laughs> you can
0: find us facebook.com slash ESPR99 on Twitter at ESPR99 and email us at ESPR at FM99.com. Find us on all your major podcasting apps. Search ESPR Wrestling. Subscribe and please give us a five-star rating and a review. Tell your friends we love you. Until next week, remember to eat, sleep, podcast, and repeat. repeat.